Hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet. And today I am flying kicksless, but I am joined by one of my pod fam here today. Nor of The Reality Is Pod. Please go rate, review, subscribe to The Reality Is. Patreon, all the things. Give Nora her flowers because she is the, the queen of podcasts these days, it seems. Nora, welcome. Okay. Thank you. That was so nice. But also podcast. That's a lot. Not me. You are. You're like, you pump out so many episodes. I'm like, how do you do it? No, actually, recently I had to cut it down to once a week. I couldn't do it anymore. I do have a Patreon, so I do release on the Patreon, but that's, that's so two. fun because that's like, correct. The math is right. It's not not two. I know, but I was up to doing like three episodes a week. I know, but also the shows have been shit city these days. Shit city i like i shouldn't say that i just mostly mean like beverly hills is just awful but it's the only the thing that's frustrating me is like beverly hills is bad and it's the only thing anyone wants to talk about and it's like we just came off of like such a delightful season of atlanta that i truly had a wonderful time watching such a good time yeah and i feel like no one's talking about it okay you want to know something i mean like whatever um what do you guys call this insider baseball but like podcast stuff my (laughs) Is that what you guys say? Inside baseball. Insider Whatever. baseball feels like very different to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm like, white people say stuff like that sometimes. So I'm just going to repeat it. Um, my episodes where I talk about Atlanta have like half the listens as Beverly Yeah, I Hill. believe it. And because... I just don't get it because the Sunday, the Sunday night lineup is mm-hmm. always the best on bravo it really is it's like it's where potomac lives it's where married to medicine lives yeah. it's just it's the best and i don't know why people didn't like atlanta it was so fun i don't think that people didn't like atlanta i just think people aren't watching it but i say that but their viewership is really high it's like just okay. like right below beverly hills i'm obsessed with the bravo ratings twitter so i'm always looking at it but okay <laughs> it just because I find it so interesting, especially now being a person who like talks about Bravo professionally. Being a content creator. <laughs> but no, but because there are things that I love and the algorithm that um, I have un- unfortunately curated on Instagram often is not <laughs> bringing up the things I love. But then when you go back and look at like ratings, you're like, oh, so people are watching it. They're just not the people that are on my algorithm. So. So I think the thing with Atlanta, <laughs> Which maybe is, that just means there's a lot of white Bravo fans. On the I mean, number one, yes. <laughs> yeah, right. But also I think the thing is Atlanta doesn't spark up as much on social media. Like I don't think that housewives Twitter goes as crazy for Atlanta in the sense that like the crazy problematic shit doesn't happen that often in Atlanta. If it does, it's like more funny than right. like disturbing. So I feel like even for me, sometimes like I had, cut it down to one episode a week because I sometimes had to struggle to find things to talk about in Atlanta because the whole my whole podcast is about talking about the problematic stuff and I'm like it's just so fun I'm having such a good time that I don't even want to be like tweeting in the middle of my like viewing experience so I feel like maybe that's why we feel like people don't really care about Atlanta but it's the cream of the crop like it's so good it's it's pure comedy and even in its most like mundane season it's so much better than a good season of 
Beverly Hills, just from a humor perspective. And, you know, I have a, like a housewife, a housewife's thread, text thread with my friends from college of those that like watch that aren't podcasters and things like that. Mm-hmm. Real human beings. And they love Beverly Hills because they love to just gab about it because they don't really have anyone to gab about it with. And they also like, like it, like, like a lot of my friends are saying, this is a great season. What do you mean? I'm like, you don't find it so negative and boring. Like, and they're like, no, it's like riveting. I'm like, well, I, I'm here for the lols and I'm not getting lols. I'm not getting lols because I just don't feel like anybody's that genuine. Like truth, full disclosure. I did not watch last night's episode, Mm -hmm. right? I did not watch this week's Wednesday episode, but I could probably tell you what happened because 85% of every single episode is stupid ass fucking filler footage. Then the rest of like the juice of the episode gets like posted on Bravo's um, Instagram or by on their Twitter or like Queens of Bravo will post a bunch of clips. And then I'm like, okay, I watched the whole episode. Like I don't even need to watch it. You can watch it from Queens of Bravo. (laughs) You can totally watch it from Queens of Bravo or like she speaks Bravo. Like they all just like post the clips and I'm like, okay, great. I did it. I watched the episode, but um, also Tom, we're on the 18th fucking episode. I, can't. I was Beverly. on, I was on Kai's, Kai is the, um, is the, the mastermind behind Real Housewives Orders. Yeah. I was on Kai's <laughs> Patreon and they do a genius job of just like writing an out, like a very extensive outline before we record. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> they like list like the episode numbers and I had not gotten my eyeballs like on an episode number and it was like, and we'll be talking about <laughs> Season, season, what is it, 12, episode 17 of The Real Houses of Beverly Hills. I, I almost like had a mental breakdown. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Why have I watched 17 <laughs> episodes of this? 17 episodes? 12 years? <laughs> well, I mean, listen, other things have been happening those 12 years. So let's let's say the season <laughs> ends because the season's going to be about 24 episodes long because it's with reunions, it's way too many. episodes. Say every season like, had we're going to just go with an average. Say every season had 22. That's 264 episodes of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that we have consumed. And then in the last like two years, we have spent hours talking about it yeah i am not ready to calculate those hours <laughs> no it's pathetic <laughs> it's tra- tragic we're, meanwhile For we're what? like <laughs> and then now we're like talking about it and people are listening to it we're like how pathetic that we're how creating lame are we we just like, like tucked my hair behind my ear um <laughs> <laughs> no i wanted to there are two things that happen that are worth noting i did watch it okay um first thing the uh the ending is kind of hilarious like the build-up to whatever happens with kathy at the club um that is the way they tell that story is kind of hilarious the only thing that sucks about it is they're essentially teeing us up for something that we won't have footage of which why what are we doing (sighs) like back in back in my day when they filmed (laughs) the real world they they would give a camera to a bartender like like, like what do we know don't have iPhones like what is going why? on and maybe we'll have iPhone footage found footage if you will I don't know that we do have that though I think I think it's gonna be like a cut to black next morning and they're recapping it in talking heads and and then the story is gonna be convoluted because I think so Kathy got in this big fight right with Lisa already 
and Kyle uh-huh. already uh-huh. at this bar, uh-huh. which I'm sure you saw because that was all yeah, over Instagram. Yeah, about Kendall Jenner's stupid tequila. Right. Which Lisa uh-huh. is so dumb like she's and shady. That was so mean of her to do. Mm. I'm team Kathy mm-hmm. on that. Um, of course. But they're fighting and then they like go to dinner and they seem they're all the three of them are riding in a car together just happy as a clam and mm-hmm. like but they didn't they didn't show like a makeup scene okay which makes me think there's some off-camera shenanigans that happened that they didn't want to show like, were they like shop. fighting fighting were they fighting fighting about the tequila or was kathy so just kathy, like bickering about it so kathy was talking to garcelle and sutton but we couldn't see her face, so that makes me ponder if it was like pieced. It, some mm-hmm. of it's feeling a little pieced together. Mm-hmm. Is my mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I don't trust those Beverly Hills editors. No, because no. one of the biggest things that w- the one of the biggest laws we had in the trailer was when Erica was like, "No, don't let her in here," and then Kathy okay. was like trying to open the door. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. That's not what happened. <laughs> oh, Kathy was trying to open the door, but but. Erica thought that it was Kyle and Dorit like at the door and she didn't want to talk to them. So that's who she was mad at. So it's like, what, what is, I just, my, so my first thought of two is that there were piecing together a story that I don't think is going to be as riveting as we were told it would be because Mm -hmm. that's what Beverly Hills, that's Beverly Hills. superpower is like manifesting a story that's not real. So that is one thing. And also Kyle and, and Kathy, I guess, are doing a panel together at BravoCon. So, like, everything's fine. Okay, yeah. And everything Kathy's is hunky-dory, like, if you will. Yeah, Kathy's not, like, out here. I, I'm Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think Kathy's out here doing the crazy shit that we maybe thought she was because of the do you headlines. Think that, do you think that she said the F-word slur? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. And if we did, I, and- if she did, maybe we celebrate them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, everyone. I'm kidding. It makes me think of like, you know, like the Jesus warrior from um, Wife Swap. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, right. Jesus will come and hunt you down. Like, whatever she says. Um, she's now, like, <laughs> so down with the LGBTQIA really? plus community. She's, like, the head of Pride Parades, like, marching with the gays. Like, <laughs> I think she's impressed. So maybe Kathy in her 80s will, like, become a gay icon for saying the slur on, I mean, on Bravo. <laughs> I mean, look, first of all, um, applause, claps for evolution. Okay, good for you for evolving. Okay, That's Snaps all, all around for you. That's yeah, all anyone totally. wants is evolution. Yeah, you know? I'll give that a 14-minute standing ovation at Venice Film <laughs> Festival, okay? But, um, but yeah, I mean, this. I, I also just don't believe any of it because it's like, it's fucking Lisa Rinna. So it's like, did she say it? Did she not? Lisa Rinna to me to me I feel like with seeing what we saw Erica say it just seems like they're trying to pull shit together to like even her going to buy Kendall Jenner's like tequila or whatever getting that and making a big scene of it she's trying to activate Kathy she's trying to irritate people so that they can be angrier than Erica was but like girl like two sisters fighting with each other or having this like petty argument over tequila is does not equal or is not worse than Erica Jane saying that there might not even be victims and that she only cares about herself. So like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? And that only gets worse, which brings me to my, the second take from the episode is that crystal 
really steps up to the plate. And mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've always really liked Crystal, but I've said here on the podcast many times, I don't know that she should be on Housewives just because I can't ever tell if she's like down to it. Maybe and it might just be these women, mm-hmm. but like it's just not working because like she's too honest and real to be like hanging out with Lisa Rinna. <laughs> like it doesn't. Yeah. So if we're going in the in the Lisa Rinna, like Dorit, Kyle, manipulate the storyline direction of Beverly Hills forever. I don't think Crystal has a place in that. Just because Crystal, they, they'll just eat her out. They'll continue to just devour her because like she's wishwashy or mama. It's like they always have something to say about how she navigates the world. But it's like she's just navigating like everyone else would have in these situations. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with like Sutton, Eric, sorry, Sutton, Garcelle and Crystal are all just functioning like normal human beings and reacting to things as normal human beings would. Mm-hmm. And Erica and Kyle and Rena and Dorit are reacting to things for a television show. And it's a very big difference. And that's why when Garcelle has a normal reaction to Erica getting drunk and falling on her face and blacking out after a party Erica has a meltdown where she says like oh you're putting up this like you're you know you're you're spreading this narrative that I have an issue but it's like that's that's just your truth but in in Erica's mind all of this is a narrative that you're setting for the season like these women only function in Mm storylines and Garcelle and Sutton and Crystal are like we're functioning in reality here present they're very just here yeah we're literally just responding to the shit that you guys are doing and you're getting upset that we are reacting to it on camera. Yeah. Like even last week when, um, what's her face? Rena and Dorit have to like carry <laughs> Erica out as she's like calling everybody, um, cunts. Fuckers, cunts. All <laughs> <laughs> and all of that, like, it very much seemed to me like, oh, you guys have heard her say this before. Like, this is not the first time that you guys heard her say these things. You just are upset that she's saying it on camera because it makes you look like a bad person for being friends with somebody like this. Like, that's why Eric, that's what Kyle is having a meltdown right. is because she realizes just she looks like an asshole. And you know that Kyle does not care about anything else except for looking like a good person like that. She's obsessed with it. And that's why she fails at it every season. So funny. Yeah. Well. Crystal, I mean, I agree with you. Crystal goes absolutely in on Erica, and it's mm. it's pretty fabulous. I love it. I she can't just wait to watch. really tells her exactly what we're all thinking, mm. and Erica keeps trying to be mean back, and she's like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, like you're just you're." She says that she's mean. like a horrible person. Erica says that to Crystal, and Crystal's like, "Really." <laughs> <laughs> She okay. doesn't say horrible person. She says you're a you're a mean person or like I don't like you very much or something just like awful and Crystal expecting it to hurt Crystal's feelings and Crystal's like you seem to like me until literally this minute so I don't really know yeah. what you're talking about. It's pretty yeah. fabulous. I love that. Um, love that. Did you see that um tweet that Sutton tweeted of <laughs> Grinder? Yes. <laughs> you probably don't know what that sound is. <laughs> I do know. I'm familiar with that sound thanks to this podcast. Oh, it's here we so go. Been unlearned. Yeah, when Kendrick was on, that's when I learned it. <laughs> oh, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. That's, yep. That's the sound. <laughs> also, what the fuck? I would, was that man's photo like, that was an ad? That was an ad. I was like, wow, that's I mean, I'm assuming grinder. he agreed to do that, but like, it's just like a bizarre ad. Just like a headless, hairy bear torso. Yeah, it's like, okay. 
Okay, but some people thought it was um, Sanjeev, her boo. I was like, (laughs) I don't know if it's Sanjeev or Sanjeev, but first of all, love that for the culture. Good for you. (laughs) Dating son, even though on their date, what drove me crazy was Seton was like, I like spicy food, but I don't like, you know, cause like, but I do like Indian food, but I don't like spicy food. And I was like, you know how annoying it is as a South Asian when like you meet a person and they're like, the only thing they want to talk to you about is like spices. Like I'm more than that. It's so (laughs) annoying. Well, I'm shocked they're still together to be honest with you. (laughs) Cause that's a cuckoo banunu in your words. She is cuckoo (laughs) banunu. I love her. It, oh, no. I'm obsessed with her. Don't get it twisted. But this is why she's so... We're talking about her being present. That woman is not putting on anything for the cameras. No. And no. We, we learned that episode one of the season when she made the robbery about who? Herself. <laughs> like, she's not doing that for the cameras, baby. Like, that's her. No. No. When she says I- we're all putting out fires, I'm like, this is you. I get, I get you now. I know exactly who you are. Because I know people in my life like that where it's like, <laughs> you're like, you're like, okay, I I know we all got a lot going on, but like, this is kind of crazy what I'm going through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Sutton. Sutton, Sutton, Sutton. It just, you know, final thought that we must move on. Um is Sutton, it, it just, it will never not make my heart happy to see the franchise be taken away from, like, the bullies and be hand, slowly handed over to, like, the heroes, the new heroes of Bravo, Garcelle, Sutton, and Crystal. So, I just, that's that's what brings me back every week. So, if any of the three of you ever find this, know that <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Crystal sent me a DM. Oh, I know, I saw. Tell tell yeah. the people what, what she said. She was just really sweet. She was just like really, uh, she out of nowhere said, I love you and Arthi. And I was like, what? Uh, what episode did you hear? Because <laughs> there's some episodes where maybe we said some not so nice things. Um, but yeah, she was just really nice. And we talked about eating disorders because she's an Asian person with one and I'm an Asian person with one. And so we like talked about that and it was great. And I told her that these people are her coworkers and she doesn't owe them shit. <laughs> Oh, good. What'd she say to that? Can you tell us that? She liked it. <laughs> She's smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was like, I will not be engaging any further this. with this person with a platform. <laughs> people are so dumb, like, who just slide into these DMs saying nonsense. Like, y'all, people screenshot. Of course. Rena up in all of these people's DMs. I mean, who knows? But also, there's, like, such idiots out there just, like, making shit up. But listen, listen. And I don't want to talk about that person. No, we don't. We don't need to. We're burying the lead over here. We are not talking about (laughs) Diana Jenkins' fiancés. That's not who I was. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, y'all. So I was just minding my business at work. And I see all these people sharing this video of this person, like, singing a song, like, as like Link in like a Zelda themed music <laughs> video, I'm like, what? Lancelot, Link, Lancelot, what? yeah. What is this? What is Fair this? Halloween? Honey? I don't know. <laughs> what is this? Let's get you home. <laughs> and when I was chatting with Nora yesterday about coming onto the pod, <laughs> you 
you were like, well, we have to talk about this, this video. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm learning in real time now that that is Asher. Because, you know, he was in disguise under his um, chain armor. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know, Asher released a music video to a song that feels like community theater, like <laughs> meatloaf, sort of. <laughs> I think that's like- <laughs> Meatloaf, yeah. I think that's what he is. Because Meatloaf is talented, and so is Asher. But like, Asher doesn't have that it factor. And I, I've said this literally every week on here, and I, I'm just gonna keep saying it because it needs to be heard. I <laughs> went to school for musical theater and know many people working in the business right now, and not one of them knows who he is. I just gotta keep saying it because like, he keeps acting like he was like in. He played like. Roxy in Chicago for like 10 years. (laughs) Well, he apparently played Chip from Beauty and the Beast. As a kid? (laughs) Like, and but on Broadway in the 90s. Okay, yeah, as a kid. But like, what did you do since then, boo boo? Yeah, what have you done? You've made (laughs) music videos with your your fiance. Was that when Diana came and picked you up? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I can't say more than that. Can I read the lyrics? Yes, please. What, okay, but, name name the song to everyone. Okay, I don't even. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know what the name of the song is. Well, <laughs> I don't know this. I'm so when sorry I first thought, I was like, "Is this House of Dragon related?" Like, no, it's, it's not. It's not. It is so insane. But the whole thing is crazy because he also is. He has a microphone the whole time. <laughs> It's so insane. It looks like Wait, like I'm. We're so stupid. We just filmed the whole reaction video to the dumbass Winter House trailer. <laughs> we should just did it. Just should have done this. this. I. You know what? <laughs> the night is not. <laughs> it, it, the night is young. Okay, we can still I don't know do that it. My my iCloud can store a six minute video <laughs> of this fucker. Okay. okay, the lyrics are worms do unfold in gilded. <laughs> Lib. you guys it's a mad lib worm worms do unfold in gilded tombs who pays the piper calls the tune here comes the story of the bird if you had told me that that was diana's tagline <laughs> i would have believed you honestly <laughs> can you imagine her turning around worms do unfold in gilded tombs who pays the piper called the tune here and come the story of the bird lick 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 <laughs> Lick, 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 lick. Lick, 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 lick. <laughs> Last night, I was watching this and I was giggling in the kitchen and my husband was like, what is that? And I was like, I don't honest, even I know, don't know where to start. But I was like, well, there's a woman named Diana Jenkins and she's very wealthy. She's a former wife of this really rich guy in London. And she's also known to be a high class madam. Friends with Jeff Epstein. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Pals with, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein. Stanberry also. Friendly with. She, admitted. She seems admitted proud to of it, be. too. I mean, yeah. I mean, most people are like, no. <laughs> she was very happy to tell Andy that she was like, yeah, I knew them all. Um, okay. <laughs> Killed them she all. Dated, she dated the uh, pedophile Prince Andrew. She, she did? Oh, mm-hmm. she, she did. What a. F- I, I actually don't want to talk about the Royals because that's just a whole other thing that I, I don't have oh, the you, time or you, energy I'm gonna to go I'm going to plug myself. If you want to hear about the Royals, I did an entire episode on it over on my Patreon with my brother. And it's very silly. And we mostly just talk about how they're racist. When you take like a, like, 
take a step out of yourself, out of this world, and just look at what's happening, and you think about what they are and what they continue to be, and how we could be solving so many of the world's issues with their money, mm-hmm. like, it actually makes me, as a human being, sick to my stomach. Yeah, it's just wild that it's like, the entire world, one by one, decided, like, we're done with you, and you guys were like, mm, what if we double down on it? Like, Okay. It's crazy. You literally dismantled other royal families in every single uh, like land that you took over. No, it's full Game of Thrones. <laughs> they are the Lannisters completely. Yeah, including the inbreeding. One thousand percent. You don't get those faces without a little no, inbreeding. Boo-boo. Okay, you don't get horse teeth <laughs> and ears that stick out as wide as your like ape index without <laughs> inbreeding. <laughs> But God rest your soul. Um, <laughs> that's body by incest, honey. <laughs> These ears, mama. If if I if I laid on my side, that's how tall I am. <laughs> uh, Prince Chuck. Oh, not <laughs> King Chuck. <laughs> I'm not. No. First of all, I'm never calling him King Charles. Suck my dick, okay? You no, no. You're Prince Charles. That's an ugly person. <laughs> that is that is a and yeah that is there's no question i mean his dad was a ghoul by the end of his life rest in peace but he was a ghoul <laughs> he's the only one i i feel bad for there's something about that picture of him in the limo that just like disturbs me to my core <laughs> and have i made memes out of it yeah <laughs> and was he maybe dead when that happened Probably. yes and do you also know that he is just sitting in a fridge somewhere because they can't bury him until the queen's dead? Excuse me? That bitch is in a fridge or a freezer next to some <laughs> some beans or whatever they eat over there. And <laughs> I just had this like insane conspiracy theory in my mind. So, you know, like in, in the UK right now and like in Europe, there's a lot of these countries that have like insanely high prices for their electric like their electric bills are coming in and they're like just it doesn't make sense how much of a hike there's been and i'm like thinking to myself is that what they did they were like we gotta we gotta turn on the air conditioning really high to keep this one body going (laughs) until the queen dies so you guys we're all gonna have to pitch in maybe everyone's gonna have to pay for it but we gotta keep that cool alive what <laughs> does that go from rotten right what does a freezer made for a king look like <laughs> i mean he was he was never a king honey no i know he wasn't but he is he he's a royal like what does yeah. what does a freezer for that type of person look like i think it's just a regular drawer like all the other like dead bodies on law and order suv <laughs> svu svu SUV. <laughs> i was picturing like you know, like, you know, did you, my, I grew up at my, my grandmother's house in the garage. There was like a long freezer, like a, like a horizontal one that you lifted up and you got your like stofers out of there. That's what I'm kind of yeah, picturing, but with some like gold tinsel on. You do? Yes. I want one. Yeah. It's my called dr- a deep freezer. My dream is to have a second fridge. Um, it just feels yeah. like you've really made it when you do that. Mm, we have a freezer and we have two fridges. <laughs> because there's nothing better. No, it's that that you feel like a celebrity to me. There's nothing better than <laughs> you being a kid and going to your friend's house and your friend's mom being like, "You know where the drinks are? They're out they're out in the garage." So go go you can you can help yourself and you're like, "Oh my god." And then you go open and you just see what's in the drink fridge and you're like, "A juice for me?" 
<laughs> the snacks hit different not at your own house yeah well anybody who's going to like charlotte and whatever what's the other kid's name what's huh? prince william's kid's name oh i don't know whatever we'll go with charlotte because who gives a shit about that guy anyway charlotte's friends are coming over and kate's like yeah just just go ahead and grab a juice from the garage <laughs> she goes up there <laughs> Philip's face is just like (laughs) holding like a juice from juice gen. (laughs) (laughs) But God rest their souls. (laughs) Um, let's chat. Speaking of medical mysteries, let's chat married to medicine. (laughs) Speaking of queens, queens, queens among us. Talk about royalty, honestly. It's Miss Quad, Miss Quad from her balcony. Why did Miss Quad ever get subject? demoted? Just be- was it simply because she was not married to medicine anymore? Because if that's the case, that makes me really upset. But she's always giving us one thousand percent. Okay, one of my absolute favorite Quad confessionals is when I when I think of like randomly and I just start giggling at myself. She's like, <clears throat> she was like, "What do you want me to do?" give you my blood, my body. What else? My head. What do you want? My head on a platter. And when she says it, a platter emerges from her lap and she puts her head on the platter. (laughs) Like, of course that was planned, but it just lands so well. Cause she's, she is Shakespearean. I think she (laughs) could, I think she could take, she almost speaks in iambic pentameter to me. Like the way she, the way she navigates like the text. (laughs) Yeah, she's theater. She is. Which the meme that like started happening of her saying, No, baby. No. <laughs> okay, and she's like really sincere every single time. I know. And we're when and this is not, this is not good to laugh. I'm not laughing at this moment, but she just elevates a scene. Like they're talking about heavenly heavenly being a dick at that dinner party while they're all getting their vaginas rejuvenated she's like Mm -hmm. you want to know why heavenly was a dick you want to know why heavenly was a dick (laughs) heavenly was a dick because her mother is dead (laughs) dying dying but yeah 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 like yeah and everyone's like let's pray yeah (laughs) and jess was like okay yeah all right that's fine it's just so funny i mean it's not funny but it's just like the way and i don't these women have been on this show from the beginning and that's why the show continues to be so good. They all don't have egos about the show except heavenly probably. Um, yeah. And they just navigate like a friend group. And I, I don't foresee the show ever getting canceled to be honest with you. The ratings if it ever stay... got canceled. I would die. I will say, I think that there's less content this season because mm. they're just having a good time. Like, I don't think that there's like a ton of drama here because we're, I mean, we're already almost done with the show. Like, I think we already got like a mid-season trailer. I don't even think that they I haven't feel like the they're reunion gonna have yet though. I think we still have like probably like eight more episodes. You think so? Why would they give us a mid-season trailer? Well, they, so this is the first episode post mid-season trailer, I think, isn't it? I feel like it's been two episodes, but like e- either way, Even if it's like six and then two reunions, we still got, we still have a bit to go, you know? Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying this because I think that that's like perfect. Like th- this is perfect. It's we great. got some laughs. We got some cries. Yeah, there so- was a, there was a fight where people were filming it and brunch, like in <laughs> Vegas. 
people in Vegas are probably like, there really is a show no matter where you go. There really is. <laughs> <laughs> they zip line through a mall. <laughs> it's great. I just love it. <laughs> and so this episode we had, what did, what did Quad call her Christmas party? Okay, first of all, I'm such an idiot because she kept calling it a Hollis Slay party. And I was like, is that for Halloween? Um, but no. it's Hollis Slay for Are holiday. Because <laughs> I just wasn't expecting it to be Christmas until the episode started. And like the like music in the background was yeah, like we a already had a Christmas Halloween song. party, like five episodes. I ago. know, Tom. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot. How could you forget when Anila, the thirstiest woman on Bravo, showed up in that movers movers truck? <laughs> what an effort. Yeah. But suddenly, you know, this episode, it makes sense why that whole thing hit so hard. It's because Toya literally made no money off of selling her house and used that money to pay off her debts. So what is the name of that new woman again? I keep forgetting her name because we kind of only she only really started getting mm-hmm. featured in the past two episodes. Yeah, Audra. First of all, born in 1990. Me? Yeah, I know. But like... I'm sorry, Ashley Darby started on Potomac younger than I am in this young age of 31. I mean, yes. But I feel like coming into a group of like established adult women... I mean, not that she's not an adult. I'm sorry. But like, I mean, she's El- she's only five years younger elders. than me. I'm actually, huh? What? It's a, it's a group of elders. <laughs> Like These she's are, not an elder. Yeah, Even she's not an, an elder. And, and that's and she really Anila could be their too. daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, Anila's in her 40s. She is? Yeah. So Anila she... is older than Quad. No. Quad is only 40, honey. Don't call me honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I mean, that is crazy to me. In my mind, yeah. Quad is like, is like, well, I guess that makes sense. But I don't know. Audra, Audra 31 is just too young for this group. Like, she's almost 10 years younger than Kyle Cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kyle Cook, who's been 40 for about 100 years now. But I... Kyle Cook and Quad are the same age to me. It's It's nothing about what they look like. It's just like their levels of like life just don't match up at the same spot for me. Yeah. Like I agree. Quad to me has lived 10 years more of a life than Kyle Cook has. I mean, who hasn't lived more of a life than Kyle Cook? Has Kyle Cook even lived a life? I'm not even sure. I think his life started on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Like I think that's when we settled into Kyle Cook because Kyle Cook pre-show was a mess. Yeah. He had those like, uh, boxers or something that he was selling. Yeah. Serial entrepreneurs stress me out. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I agree that Audra is like, I do think her husband is so cute. Oh, I have a big old crush on him. He's hot. Um, he's, I mean, honestly, I love all the husbands on this show, except for Contessa's husband. He can get You like Dr. Daddy? Okay. I don't care for daddy and his misogyny, but this episode when he was breakdancing, when he was breakdancing, well, okay. With Scott. The Hollisley party. I was trying to understand how we got from Hollisley to breakdancing. Like, where in Quad's mind was she like, I, what what this party needs is breakdancers. Because it wasn't even like a 90s party. Do you know what I mean? Or like, mm-hmm. a, like, 
breakdancing to me only existed between the year like 1993 and like 2003. <laughs> and then no <laughs> yeah, one's ever done it subway. again. And then in the subway. Well, I have not seen it in the subway in forever, though. Yeah, what? I mean, really? you, you you have you have Showtime where like people <laughs> where yeah, people yeah. do the flips. But that's not yeah. flip, that's not really that's not the that's, that's not, not breakdancing break to me. Like breakdancing, I'm picturing people like spinning on their heads, and I've never seen that. I'll be honest. I think the last time I saw it was probably before I got married, so like ten years ago, in and Vegas. it was outside of the Met <laughs> in Vegas. <laughs> no, it was Met. outside of the outside of the Met. Tropolitan you know, like Museum of Art. <laughs> Correct. Uh, <laughs> you know how it's like that big like stairs, the yeah, stairs, yeah, and then next to it there's like an empty space. Uh-huh. Like big old sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. That was a perfect first of all, amazing spot. Were people watching and tipping? Of course. You gotta tip the divas. <laughs> of course. First of all, they're <laughs> spinning on their fucking heads, okay? Yeah. It's crazy. Like they're not you gonna have brains. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's annoying? Yeah, like let's talk about the brain trauma there. Um, but listen, what I found annoying was that like I get that Bravo can't play the music that they're probably dancing to, but Bravo didn't even bother putting like good music on when they were breakdancing. Like Bravo was like, let's use music from like a 1990s techno. Right. It's like show. Yeah. Music choices have gotten a mess to me on Bravo. One thing, how on Love Island, have you ever watched Love Island? No. So uh, I've only watched one full season and then bits and pieces here and there. They have like Lizzo as someone's like peeing. And then like like a Lizzo song plays like while someone's just like walking to to pick up their food from the counter. Or like then like a, a Beyonce song plays when they're swimming. I'm like, how can they afford this shit? Yeah, like I remember even on MTV. I mean, because I guess it was MTV, well, right? On, so on the the Hills, cha- I mean, I still watch The Challenge. The yeah, Challenge, they play music music. The Challenge, Real World, Road Rules, all those shows, even like on The Hills or Laguna Beach, they would play the song and then they would always have in the bottom what song is actually playing because right. they would actually want you to like download it and stuff, I guess. But yeah, I don't know why Bravo gets shitty. Like you guys, how much, you're not paying your talent that much money, so you can at least pay for music, no? See, but I think they are smart, and I think they have a really low corporate overhead there. Like, I don't think they pay people. Like, by mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm not saying Bravo. Don't get mad at me. I'm not saying the people that work at Bravo. I'm talking about like their talent and yeah, on and like their production because there are some shows where they cut corners. <laughs> yeah, and mm-hmm. they still make a lot of money. So I think they do okay for themselves over there. Like and even, I feel like they're probably like music is not worth throwing coin at. I mean, you want to talk about cutting corners on the Atlanta reunion. They had that segment of like bone collectors, mm-hmm. the little bones that they were putting on. Yeah. I was like, whose child went on like Microsoft paint to make these bones? They were like bad bones. It looked like somebody had to, like, you couldn't, I, you I couldn't find died. a better icon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I loved the entire idea, sure. but the bone itself was a shitty bone to put in an image. And my point is, I don't. What would you know, have liked? I would just like have liked better, <laughs> like not better clip art. Clip art, yeah, yeah, like not that was clip art. It was like not even good clip art. It was like clip art from like your free website from the year two thousand two. I feel that. Yeah. So yes, they are cutting corners. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, one more thing bef- about marriage medicine before we transition over to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, where are you at with Anila? Because she makes me 
so angry. Agreed. Same. <laughs> so I, I was already like really ugh about Anila since last year, because I've said, I fucking say this every single time, like to anybody who will listen, but last year, one of Anila's things was like, I just want to be like proud to be Indian. And like, I want to raise my kids proud to be Indian and all this stuff. Right. And I felt like she was kind of piggybacking off of this idea of like black lives matter and like learning to be like proud of being like a person of color and Mm -hmm. learning from like black people, how to like embrace yourself and all this stuff. And like, she was like, one day I came home, my daughter came home from school and was like, I wish that I had blue eyes, mommy. And it broke my heart. And while she's saying this, this bitch has in fucking blue colored contacts. So I was like, um, yeah, I can probably, <laughs> can probably guess why your daughter wants blue eyes. Why your daughter wants the blue eyes, you dodo bird. So like, she's annoying to me in that. Um, her husband I actually find fun. I actually I, like her. I husband. like him a lot. Yeah, I agree. the mother is too much. Like you are trying to have a Mama Joyce moment. You are it's trying to that. make a thing. It's not. You could stop trying to make Mandela happen. It's not going to happen. I just like. She drives me nuts because I was, I want to root for my people, right? Like mm-hmm. you want to root for them because you, it just, you want to, and it just doesn't, it just didn't work out because she's annoying and she's a try hard and she's just irritating in every single way. And she's, and she's dumb, like, but she's I not just, dumb in a fun way. Louis Toya is dumb, you know, right. like Toya she's dumb not in a filing her way. taxes for 10 years. We all laughed at that, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Toya saying, "What if I had more than one child?" <laughs> when remember when Quad came over to Toya's house and like, what was that season four or something? And she told Quad, she's like, "We owe like two million dollars to the IRS." Yeah, Quad's like, "Wait, what?" Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and then she's and like, like, "Well, do you want to like let's get rid of some of this stuff?" Like, <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. And then after she paid the IRS, she threw a party crazy uh, the woman is the, that couple is not good with the coin but you know my Anil, something about anila that also bothers me is sometimes i feel that she tries i think she thinks she's black that's right <laughs> correct she does um and here's the thing I, I, for a lot of for a lot of immigrants and for a lot of um, people of color, mm-hmm. their first understanding of like American culture, it there is like there's two understandings of American culture, right? Like there's like Saved by the Bell mm-hmm. and like Friends, and then there's like there's like hip hop culture, uh-huh. and so in a lot of like immigrant communities, like whether it's Latino or whether it's like Asian or Hispanic, or, like any any type of immigrant community, there are these like. A, there's influence of hip hop culture, right? So as a result, you have some of like the AAVE and stuff like that. But like Anila, you are just because you are on a show with black women doesn't mean that you need to talk like them. Like I get that sometimes there is a code switch that happens right? or sometimes when you're around certain groups of people, you can sound like them, but like, and, yeah, and I get that she's from the South. But these but, we these no. women aren't like waving their finger in the air going, girl, don't say that and things like that. It's like, that's not what they're doing. You're just like yes. doing that because you think you're, she literally does that. It bothers yeah, me worst. every time. Especially it's the worst. Her, her talking heads. She's yeah, yeah, all, she does it. Mm-hmm. And don't, I mean, the talking head, ice, Nicki Minaj on ice look she has going on with that like pink strap across her. Like, what is that? 
I don't know what it is, but she looks like she's the- about to like rap super bass like at like Disney on Ice. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like <laughs> and also, um, I appreciate her talking about like her hair loss journey and how mm-hmm. she like found ways to like fill up in her hair and all that stuff. But her in her confessionals, I'm like, those are bad wigs. Like you're wearing bad wigs. Her There's a red wig. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, bad. Their intentions, I I don't I I don't think that she like you said before, I just think she's dumb. I think she's an idiot. And she's not an she's not an influencer. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay, she's when on a she show. no, you didn't get that whole went... house furnished from. I like I know people with more following than she. <laughs> okay, so here's the I'm thing, not, and that's not a pat on my back. I'm saying, and th- these people just navigate the world as human beings, and she acts like no. I don't know how she got picked up on the show because when she started, she was like, "Oh yeah, I'm an influencer, and I'm building a house next to Toya." Okay, fine, but then when when I like looked her up, she had like 5,000 followers. It's like 5,000 followers. You're not an influencer. No, I don't even think you get like, I don't even think you get like a teeth whitening ad with that one. Like you don't get anything oh. by 5,000 followers. Right. And it was like very, very basic pictures from her iPhone. So I'm like really not sure what it was that made her get on the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, she seems currently enough. at 88,000. I'm sorry. 80,000 is not That's like nothing. no like for work like we have to scout people mm-hmm. and we have <laughs> we have like tiers mm-hmm. of like it's like macro micro mm-hmm. um <laughs> there's the one below micro like mini <laughs> and then there's one that's okay. just like literally doesn't have a following <laughs> and the first of all, that doesn't have a following is like five thousand and under. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like the mini one is like five to ten, mm-hmm. and then like our our micro influencer, I believe, is like ten to a hundred. Yeah, a, She's macro a micro influencer, influencer. Yeah. is like, and once again, these are the terms that I work under at work, but like. People who like make bank on influencing have like, if not 700,000, a million. Of course. I don't think that she's making money off of Insta. Okay. I think she's making some money. Like, Mm -hmm. I think she might have a like it, know it, like, you know, uh, affiliate link on Amazon or something like that. And I think she might make a good amount of money Mm -hmm. on, but when she says I got all this furniture for free, I just think what she means is like she was gifted a bunch of shit that she filled her house up with, but I don't necessarily look at her house and go, wow, it's filled with beautiful stuff. Like it just seems like she was given a bunch of free shit and then she found space for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a Z gallery sponsored her house. <laughs> like Reno. Yeah. Like, let's like, like <laughs> for a home, I want, if I have the money to buy a million dollar, a multi-million dollar home, I also want to have the money to like really go in on uh, some sort of furnishings and things that will make me feel like this is a real, this is my home. Like spend, if I'm spending this much money, let's keep going. Like I need a really nice couch. I want a really nice, all this stuff. You yeah. know, I don't yeah. want, I don't want like shitty shit. You know what makes me really angry is that she's got this like triple Island kitchen and this bitch doesn't even cook. Like she doesn't cook, her husband doesn't cook. Nobody's cooking in that kitchen. Miss Gomez left. Nobody's making pinto beans <laughs> well, for her Ms. son. Miss Gomez 
I have a whole theory about Miss Gomez. I mean, oh my God, me too. Gomez What's your theory? Was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad. <laughs> I don't even think Miss Gomez is gone. You think she just doesn't want to be on the show? I, I know. I think that they gave her a break while she's on. Yeah, one, she doesn't want to be on the show. And two, they gave her a break so that they had a storyline with her mom moving in. I could see that. But also, yeah. like, <laughs> the way the way Miss Gomez was like, I will never see you again. So the kids, made, <laughs> yeah, it made they me didn't. like cry with laughter. I'm like, <laughs> like that bitch was yeah. like, she was like, no, like keep crying because you are never seeing me again. Yeah, like yeah, she acts like she was moving <laughs> to like Paris. I'm like, you're moving to, you live in Atlanta and you're moving to Houston. It's not really that far. <laughs> it's not that far, but also like the way that she said it to me felt so like like almost like dead that I was like, I don't think I think she's like bad acting. Like, I don't think she's actually gone. I think she's back at like Anila's old like townhouse, just like hanging out, waiting for the cameras to stop rolling. A hundred K and we're like, you can take this money and just go move back to Houston and be with your family. We loved you. We needed a storyline. No, I don't, I don't think that they did that. You don't think they can pay. I think they're too cheap for that. No way. Mm. Well, (sighs) Mm. Mm. Wait, what do you think about this um, Zayna bitch that came and said that Toya slept with a neighbor? You know, at first when I heard that this is a storyline, I was like, no. But it's kind of like, she's she's not like loving all up on, what's his name? What's his name? Eugene. 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 Yeah. Like they're, they don't have that. Because they had a rabid sexual chemistry for a long time. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, stop. Like, the, I wanted to be like, please stop talking about it. Because, like, I don't mm-hmm. want to hear about all the crazy shit y'all do. Mm-hmm. But that that energy is not palpable in those talking heads anymore. And it is curious. Well, he did talk about going through, like, menopause, like, two seasons ago, which mm-hmm. I appreciated. But also what my friend uh, Lori calls her Toya Toya Income Destroyer. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Toya Toya income destroyer. And <laughs> is that like her homes, her income? Or like in yeah. like she's a destroyer of Eugene's income because she's constantly <gasps> I'm understanding spending. it now. Sorry. I I am I am Elud for a second. <laughs> and I feel like Eugene's probably exhausted. He's like, like first of all, there is I don't I believe Audra when she says you sold your house with a profit of $750,000 and then you had to pay a bunch of money people money and you are in the negative now you actually had to sell your house at a loss I believe that mm. because I don't think that Toya knows what it's like to live in like within her means and I I understand it because I think that when you're the first in your family to experience these things, there's no, and there's nobody to guide you on how to deal with like this amount of money, Mm. you do end up making mistakes. I know a lot of immigrant families that do the same thing that have like, like five BMWs and they go on vacation all the time. And like, they just have like an exorbitant amount of money that they're spending or they don't have a lot of money, but they're just spending and spending and spending. And like, you're just literally looking at them waiting for one day them to have to like short sell their house because you you, like didn't live within your means. And I feel like that's what's happening to Toya. And I feel so sad for Eugene because he's he's such a good guy. And he's, he's exhausted. 
He's tired of p- working and, s- <laughs> and trying to keep people alive in the ER to pay off her credit card bills. Yeah, like I think it's just credit card bills. Like I feel like she, in the beginning of the season, she was like, I've been on a self-care journey. And they were like, yeah, her self-care journey means she just like goes on like girls trips like alone all the time. <laughs> like she just takes solo trips away all the time. And she's always drinking like Camus, which is like, <laughs> she's just drinking like really expensive red wine. Like I, I feel like she doesn't buy bottles of red wine that are under like $80 a bottle. I believe that, yeah. Camus, and then, a Camus bottle in like Atlanta, so it's probably cheaper than in New York. It's probably like 90 bucks a bottle. Is it worth it? It's delicious, but it's not, nothing to me is like $90 worth. Like it needs to be like an occasion, but okay. a lot of good wine. To me, an expensive bottle of wine because I'm, you know, recording a podcast in front of some unbroken down boxes behind me. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, $30 like at a okay. liquor store not at a yeah like that's that if I bought a $30 bottle of wine I'm really treating myself no if I had a hundred dollars to spend I would go to like a nice sushi place and do like an omakase and like oh my god well that sounds to the amazing wall. no I yeah. want sushi tonight. wait can we do that one day please because there's Brian a place in the Kicks city I've been wanting like to sushi. go oh my god same with my husband it's just gonna be me and you oh my god <laughs> This is like my dream. Can we do it for my birthday and not invite anyone in my life but you? Oh my God, I love it. (laughs) Guys, don't tell kicks. Don't don't tell kicks. She won't listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you, would you be salty if Toya was making fun of your champion um, two piece sweatsuit or whatever that was? (laughs) No, because I wouldn't wear it. I would wear it. Not in Vegas. I'm going to team toy. Here's the thing. I would, I, Kix, Kix's eyes are rolling back in her head right now when she's not listening to this because she is, uh, um, is it Andra or what? That's her name? Audra. 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 She is Audra in the situation. Like mm-hmm. she, and I never throw, here's where I get frustrated with Kix. So I'm happy we're talking about this without her here. <laughs> she, oftentimes will ask me what to wear and I'll give her suggestions. And then she just does the opposite and then like Mm -hmm. shows up in something and where she feels underdressed. And I'm like, and she's like, why did I wear this? And I'm like, I don't know. I told you what to wear. (laughs) (laughs) Or she'll look at me and she'll go, why the fuck did you wear that? And I'm like, cause this is what I feel nice in. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. And I'm like, you look nice. And she's like, no, I don't. You look nice. And I'm like, no, this is, I think you look nice. This is just what I feel good in. And that's what you feel good in. And that should be fine. So to Andrew, I'd just be like, this look is great because you look like you're living your best life in it work. But like, I would not wear that. Yeah. Like I would not. Yeah. It's but-, not, but I'm not judging her for it. Yeah. But then she also like looks at her at Simone's house and is like, where are you rolling up from in jeans? I'm like, Audra looks lovely. Me. She had like a black top and like jeans I thought jeans she looked on. so cute. That bothered me. I'm like, she looked so cute. Well, these people are crazy. They really do take themselves a little too seriously. Like when they get home, they, I think they, I mean, they're always putting on gowns and then the men are wearing like basketball shorts. I'm like, what are we doing? Constantly. Constantly. Yeah. Wait, what's, uh, what's, um, Simone's husband again? What's his name? Cecil. Cecil. Cecil is always wearing something. Whether that's whether it's cute or not, he's always got he's always got like a vest. Oh, he's so cute. I love him. I love I, love I don't think 
like because I don't get an opportunity to talk about Mary's Medicine very much because Kix doesn't Kix likes it when she watches it but she doesn't keep up with it mm-hmm. and I have never really spoken about this but Simone is truly I think one of my top three Bravo lebs. I think that if I met her in real life I may cry same <laughs> and next to her in that trio is Quad I mean like these women are yes. superstars and I don't know how I still have to tell people like why are you not watching this show it's been on for 10 it's, seasons. <laughs> it's so good. The clip Mariah and Toya getting into a fight in the season finale or whatever of the first season. It's like, how would you not like be hooked? Circulating on Twitter. And I was just like, why wouldn't you, why would you ever stop watching this? Um, I do think Mariah needs to return. Yeah, because you need that level of delusion on the show. I mean, she's still an executive producer. She still, her name still pops up. Executive producer, Mariah Hawk. When she walks into that, that I don't know what it is, shopping center, and she's like, you need the receipts? Because <laughs> I got the receipts. <laughs> she's doing like... Arms back. She's doing like the full-on walk like Egyptian dance. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. She's just so good. Everything on the show is so good. When it's she says to, to Quad, I will not come off my chariot. <laughs> Throw tomatoes with you, sweetheart. You know, what does I have, that mean? I have like bedtime shows that I watch, like that I fall asleep <laughs> to. I think I might start Married to Medicine over from the beginning and just watch it. I think I'd wake up every morning like, I've never slept so good. Like dreaming of <laughs> these women sounds amazing. <laughs> when I So Which I is- binged Married to Medicine during the pandy, like at the top, like oh, March yeah. 2020 yeah, yeah, yeah. is when I got in. I knew the characters because I had watched that crazy reunion where Simone and Liesel... Cecil. <laughs> it's not, not sound of music. Simone and Cecil got back together, and I was like, "This show is wild!" Like they resolved a marriage on television. Ever since that reunion, every every single reunion, Andy's been trying if, of any show of mm-hmm. any show. This is the thing that Andy does, where he's like, "So, where do you think you guys go from here?" Like even on Atlanta this week, Drew and Sonya were like going at it, and. <laughs> Andy kind of half-assed asked, like, do you think that there's a possibility for you guys to be... He, like, doesn't even finish the thought. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. I think it's time. Okay, so I want to start talking about this, actually, because I... Andy's tired. Yeah. Dad's tired. Dad has two babies, okay? we. I think we can pick and choose where his energy needs to be. And... I think Watch What Happens Live makes him so happy. And I think yeah. he should continue to do that. But I don't think we need him in the reunion space anymore because mm-hmm. he is not the first person to navigate nuanced conversations. He yes. also doesn't have the time to really... I think there are a lot of times where he doesn't watch the shows because he doesn't have time. He doesn't watch the shows. I felt like in Atlanta... I feel like he was walking through that hallway going to their dressing rooms. That was with, like, wild. All it made these me free- so cringe. <laughs> it was like, bop, bop, always bop, makes bop, me cringe. With yeah. I was like, never do that again. Don't do that, sir. But he was walking around and saying things like, oh, you, you just binged it. You just binged it like last night or something. Yeah, and it's like you, the kid like, that like read the book report, like read the book for the book report, like finished it at like 5 a.m. and is like yeah. on the bus at 6 a.m. going to school. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't think he's that interested. He doesn't really care about these storylines that much. I I do feel like the only show he might watch is Beverly Hills. But, like, I know he doesn't watch Potomac. 
Oh, see, I think you. I think he doesn't watch. Um, I think he does not. I think he watches Potomac because I think he really genuinely loves those women. I think he comes alive at the Potomac reunion, and mm. um, I think that's on it. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think he wants to spend an entire day with the talent. <laughs> He's no. not interested. No. We need Nina Parker to be hosting these reunions. She used to host Love yes. and Hip Hop. She was now yes. on E Daily Pop. E Daily Pop got canceled. She is the person. Yes, that's right. She's fantastic. Somebody else. Yeah. Or Danny Pellegrino. I'm serious. I'm not kidding. Like, yeah, no, Danny would do amazing. Like, just anybody. What's her name? Michelle Collins. Like, she would be amazing. Don't say that. I mean, Michelle. That would be my dream. Michelle's my like comedy like icon. I love her <laughs> so much. She's the mother I never had. The sister I've always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true, Kicks. I love you. Once again, you're not <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> She's, not, She's not here. She never heard it. <laughs> You know what we should do? And I am going to leave this in the episode. We should just ask her, like, what she thought of the episode and (laughs) see if she ever gets to this part. (laughs) Let's, like, reveal something that we would only, like, a secret code. No, the code (laughs) is we roasted you. (laughs) I was like, Kicks, if you listen to this episode, next time I see you, you're going to say, uh, 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 squawking parrots at the Atlanta reunion. That's yeah. what you're gonna squawking say. Squawking parrots. <laughs> you're gonna text that to both of us. You're gonna yeah. text squawking parrots at the Atlanta reunion, and we'll see if we ever receive that text. Okay. <laughs> it's never. But happening. Kicks, we're just playing. We love you. We love you. <laughs> um. Nobody has talked to me about it, and I know that it's been. It wasn't on this week, but um. What were your thoughts about Dubai? Um. I don't have many, to be honest. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, a funny thing to say, and I don't have anything, because it just... It's not bad. It feels very Mm -hmm. much like a first season. We are so spoiled with... Well, I say spoiled lightly. Salt Lake City was... is a Salt Lake City is a love-hate for me. It's a lot (laughs) to get through. I'm going to say spoiled (laughs) with the first season, just because, like, they had a wild start. And it really... We were whiplashed. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was our last, like, new show. New Housewives show. Um... Because Miami, I'm not going to really count that, but Miami was so delightful, right? Like, yeah. this, these women don't know each other, which is never the way to start a show. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we're going to have a show until next year. So, yeah. It's I just, agree. we're not going to have a show. But, but because at the end of the reunion, I'm like, okay, I think we actually do have something. I was like, because I, Lisa Milan and Chanel Ayan are, are, I think, really top tier. I think they're great at what what they're doing. I think that uh, Caroline Brooks is cuckoo banunu along (laughs) with all the other cuckoo banunus, and I love it. (laughs) Like to wear the audacity, the audacity to wear a crown, like when you are like the third, the third build housewife on a first season show that actually no one watched is the type of audacity I'm looking for in a housewife. (laughs) I loved it. Like I actually think that the Chanel Ayan, Caroline Brooks, um, their dynamic is wonderful. It reminds yeah. me of like Karen and Giselle. Like yes. it reminds me of like Don't go that Ashley far, but yeah, Kings. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not as Ashley good, Candace of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, it is that feeling, right. Of like these two girls who actually 
probably are friends, mm-hmm. but we'll get on each other's nerves, but, but then we'll also be laughing about the shit that they say to each other, but then we'll also deeply offend each other. Like it's, it's a genuine, I feel like a yeah. good dynamic that we can watch and enjoy. I agree. Um, when, but Caroline Stanberry, huh? What a flop. She's a flop. When Nina Ali said, well, what about my fruitcake business? <laughs> Or, well, no, first Lisa goes, what is your business? <laughs> and she's like, my fruitcake business? And then Chanel and I goes, <laughs> who eats fruitcake? fruitcake? I'm sorry, I'm that was amazing. hilarious. And, she, and Nina I could have as like a friend of, because she is kind of funny how like absolutely boring she is. But um, <laughs> what's the other one? Sarah? Fuck Sarah Omadani. She Sarah... can get fucked. I'm down for her to not be on the show, but I do kind of like her doctor delusion. Like, I think she really thinks she could be on married to medicine. <laughs> she's the, she's the worst. And I feel like she's only on the show because I feel like somewhere they were like, we have to have an Emirati woman on it to mm-hmm. make it a little bit more like authentic or whatever. But the whole time, like even this whole thing that she brought up about, like, like I, I brought up of you threaten to call the cops on me. And like, sue me because I said something about you. And Sarah's like, no, that didn't happen. And Andy's like, you know what? Let's just table it. We'll get back to it later. I was like, (laughs) why are we tabling that? And then he never got back to it, which really tells me that like, okay, you're not going to go for that lady because she's from the Emirates. And you know that people like Emirati people have privilege in ways that we don't understand. Mm -hmm. It's like Royals. Yeah. It's like. And so for her to call the cops on an immigrant woman, a black woman who is an immigrant, because she said her, her, she went on Twitter. She said, I was going to, I was just trying to explain to her that she can't talk to me that way in my country. (laughs) What? What an insane statement. Yeah. And once again, back to Andy, we don't, Andy literally knows nothing about what it's like to live in Dubai. That's why I thought overall this was a weird choice for a city because it's not like it's not that I, I think Bravo's like look at our diversity and it's like no that's not what we're saying we're not saying just like go to diverse cities like cities that are not in America and be like <laughs> diversity it's like we want diversity <laughs> on our shows <laughs> but I think that that yeah. was like kind of what they did because I'll never I'll never understand how in the Real Housewives pantheon we have Real Housewives of Dallas and then we have Real Housewives of Dubai. Like, it's like, (laughs) these are two such vastly different parts of the world. Um, I feel like Salt Lake City and Dubai. Isn't that so crazy? Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, I mean, it, it makes your brain hurt, like, of, like, how those two can be included under the same, like, spinoff series. It's amazing. Like, those people are all gonna be at in Bravo the Javits Con. Center at BravoCon. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, briefly, let's talk about uh, Atlanta reunion, then um, well, I'll let you go. But um, a good start. The only big takeaway I honestly have, well, two. One is Andy's tired. And then <laughs> <laughs> two, Marlo's story, while it is deeply tragic, awful, all the things, you we just had an 18 episode season where you could have told your story. This was your fine. This was your opportunity to tell your story, right? Like 
you have not been able to like really dive into your life because you were not a full-time housewife. But instead you, you made everyone's life a living hell on the show. And then you take Mm -hmm. time at the reunion to make it all about you and what you've been through. It's not, it's just like, it's not the right way to navigate that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's awful what she's gone through. It's not that I'm delegitimizing that. It's just a weird time to do it. I think that can be, it's very true that she went through an extremely sad thing, but you can't use that as the reason why you go after these people. Cause her whole thinking is her thinking is I don't belong here because of all the trauma that I went through. I came into this group worrying and feeling insecure that I don't belong. And none mm-hmm. of these women made me feel like I belong. Right. Yeah. But she's like casually omitting the parts where she came into the group being absolutely nasty to like Kenya for no reason, candy for no reason, like just talking cash money shit about every single person on the cast for no reason at all. And then wondering why they're getting mad at her. Like that's the part that's driving me. It's almost, it's honestly, it's almost Beverly Hills. It's like, it's almost like how they defend themselves Mm -hmm. of like, how dare you say anything about me? Right. And it's, it, it's so sad. Marlo could have come into the season and talked about raising these boys, which she started to, and she could have shared all these stories about mm-hmm. her journey and all that stuff. But instead she kicked the boys out and her entire therapy episodes and all that stuff turned into, I'm exhausted of raising my nephews, which is like, so you talked about how you got pushed around from foster care to foster care. And then turned around and you did the exact same thing to your nephews. Well, I have a theory about and that. And then by you're, the way. oh, I know. I think it's the same one. Is it what Giselle from Who Asked Me podcast says? Which is that, well, I, don't I think, think I... the kids ever got kicked out. Oh, did no, my theory is different. My theory is different. What's your theory? My theory is that I don't think the kids actually left. I think they just, I think that was just a storyline. So, and I think she was thinking that they would have sympathy for her and it would open up a space for her to open up about her trauma. But that never happened because everybody was like, are you fucking crazy? Why would you kick them out of your house? So what's your theory? I've said it before in the pods so of for frequent listeners, you know what I'm about to say. But I think that she I think that there were some really dark things happening because cameras were there. And she was like, this isn't good. Like, she was like, I can't, we can't do this. Like, they are, they've gone through so much, those boys. And the timing of when she sent them away was mm-hmm. essentially like a month out from the end of the season. And I think she was like, end of taping. Yeah. And I think that she was like, I'm going to send them away because of bad behavior, quote unquote. But the real reason was that she was like, I, they can't be here while we're doing the show because they're acting out like in rebellion, I think because of the show, wanting to get attention to be on the show and it's not healthy and it's bad. And if I can just maybe make it look like we needed a little pause, I don't have, I can't, because I can't actually say the real reason. I think she was trying to protect them and be like, Oh, that's nice. And like, I don't like not wanting them to be, on camera when they're going through stuff because I believe that there were holes in the walls and things like that. I think that that actually did happen, but I think that it was just out of like, it's like that revolting to get attention that kids do, you know, like yeah, that they want to be scolded almost because it means that you're emotionally invested in them and not emotionally invested in this television show that you're filming. Mm. And like, I just think she was like, we can't, this is if you want me to continue to pay your bills, like 
Monty has to do this show. Mm-hmm. So like, I got to do this. And so if you want to just take some time away and you come back at the end, that works. Yeah. And maybe they land yeah. on that. Because there just feels like there's a part of it that we don't know. And whether that's your theory and or Sal's theory or mine, like, I just think that there's, or another, like, I just think that there's something else that we don't know because she's too smart to <laughs> miss out on how dumb, how crazy it looks. Yeah. To be, yeah. to be the double standard of, like, her crying about being given away so many times as a kid and then giving her kids her her nephews to her sister who is a fucking frontline worker in a pandemic with two other children already. Yeah. With four other children already. Oh, four. Like there's just parts of the story. I think we'll never really know, but I, I think that the, I'm, I pray that there is some part of it that is not about not so selfish for such selfish reasons. I pray that it could be wrong, but yeah. Yeah, I I was really hopeful about like Kenya and and Marlo's relationship, but Marlo really did turn on Kenya because Kenya decided, not decided. Kenya was probably told by production, "You cannot go and film with Marlo right now. I know that you're ready to go, but if you don't feel good, we have to get you tested before you can go and film." Yeah, what a weird thing to be mad about for the whole season too. And she got so mad that she screamed at Kenya about it, and Kenya was like, "Don't call me a fucking liar. Like I'm not a liar." And Kenya was like, why would I continue to try to be friendly with this person who is acting like such an irrational, unhinged person? Yeah, like, and, why would I bother with that? And Candy said on Speak On It, which I don't watch, but I just watch other people watch it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I watch when, um, like, Kendrick shares a clip. Right. She said that they did not air all the crazy shit Marlo said about Brooklyn. Yeah. I too and, like, Marlo not- denies it. Right. She, Marlo, Marlo, I, can't, I I don't know what we do with her. To be honest, I'm not. Sure I mean, the, I'm not sure the answer. I think she will be back for another season, but I just like don't know where we go because she's dug a hole for television that's too deep to crawl out of. Like, she's being fake for TV. She is. That's right. Yeah. Like e- even with the whole thing where she's trying to explain to Candy, where she tells like tells Candy, I get it. She's like, you know, Todd called me. And she's like, no, Todd didn't call you out of the blue. You talked to me about a show, getting on the show. I talked to Todd and then Todd reached out to you. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, why would I talk to you about it? But you're not a producer. Todd's a producer. You do music. Like, I'm like, no, now you're purposely acting dumb. Like you're acting like you don't know how all of this stuff works. And then she's like. Broadway shows she produced. She produces other things besides music. Exactly. It's just she's acting she's acting dumb to just try to look like she honestly it's kind of what Drew does. But when Drew does it, it's so funny. Um Drew is a when, star. I think she's a, a a new star Bravo celebrity that we have in our universe now. Her she she falls in with Sutton and Garcelle to me in the way that there was like a new era of housewives that really land for me what i mean it's i'm happy for drew because last season i was like wow she really flopped this season it's like it's almost like she's really really leaned into her flopping in a way that is hilarious because she just she just makes a lot of faces she interrupts people a lot she straight up 
denies the stuff that she says. I do think that she had a conversation with Sonia and was really normal and then acted like she didn't know <laughs> what Sonia was talking about. Like, you could tell in Sonia's face because she gets so emotional. But she gets so emotional about it. When Drew was like, they're like, Sonia's crying. She's like, there are tears in her eyes. And they're like, <laughs> right. That's crying. That's crying is. But like, what I love about Drew, and well, this is why Drew works on a cast like this. And I wish that they would do more of this on other shows. And this is, they do this a lot in Potomac, which is Sonia is such a tryhard and she tries to like really get in there. And she's got this like little sister skipper energy and everybody just laughs at her. And I think that's why Drew works so well because like Kenya and Candy and Sheree, like they're always just like laughing at her. Yes. And like, it's almost, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of my beloved Candace. That's how they treat Candace. Uh, like, totally. And that's why you love Candace. <laughs> I love Candace. Right. So I feel like that's why, yeah, Drew's because last year I wasn't sure about her, but this year I'm, I'm happy. Now with Marlo, I feel like I'm like, wow, you got the first seat, which is amazing. Um, next to Andy. Weird to me. The seating was odd. Yeah, but then Andy was on Radio Andy being like, I think it made so much sense. I'm like, no, it, it, this doesn't really make sense. Okay. Just because you said it doesn't mean that it actually does, Andy. Like, you, Andy, you also said that the season of Beverly Hills was amazing and it's New City, so I don't believe you. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you think Sonia? I think the entire cast should come back. I do I think, think Marlo should come I think they'll yeah. all be back, and I just think they're going to bring in um, a friend of, or I think Portia, I think she really will come back. I want them to bring that crazy ass Fatum onto the show. She's so that lady. Good. Apparently, she like stole <laughs> someone's purse. She didn't steal it. She took. Well, yeah, she took Drew's purse and hid it, similarly to how Kathy Hilton did to Kyle. But or Kyle did to Brandy's crutches. <laughs> Kyle did to Brandy's crutches exactly. And then um, Drew was looking for it everywhere, and Fatum very proudly told the story on Speak on It and. Was like, yeah, you know, I stole, I, I hit it. And they didn't even show that on camera. Instead, they just made it look like I just stopped showing up. But what happened is that I stole her purse or I hid her purse. It was so funny to watch her look for it. So panicked, frantically waiting, looking for her things. And then um, it turns out she went up to Bravo and told them, like, I don't feel safe filming with Fatum anymore because she stole my stuff. <laughs> and she's like, but of course, they didn't show that on TV. And I'm like, but dude, why would you want them to show you hiding her belongings? But I was like, she oh, right, you're a television. crazy bitch. <laughs> yeah. Fatum, you are a crazy bitch, and I love you. <laughs> I love her. I'm here. I'm here for a Fatum spinoff. I'm all in on Fatum. <laughs> <laughs> all in on Fatum. Like, we need a new Marlo because Marlo used to be the Fatum, and now... <laughs> We need a Marlo. The second coming of Marlo is a Fatum. Yeah, I agree. I I really think that Portia will be back next season, and I think we keep this cast the same, and I think we have a great season ahead of us, if that's it. Yeah, but, like, what's Portia going to do? Well, my only thing with Portia coming back is Portia has to come back with the intentions of participating because mm, we can't mm. replicate what happened with Nini, where Nini returned and had no interest in participating in anything. Like, and I mean that more emotionally than physically even. Like, just, like, yeah. checked out, mad, ev all the time, you know? And we, we can't have that again. So, if Portia's there, we need the family drama. We need to be hearing about Simon. We need you to be answering more questions about Simon. We need, like, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
but I loved it. Yeah. Uh, what I didn't love was why they would put real birds on uh They were squawking in the mic. So you heard them. Of course. I thought it was something outside of my window. I was like, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> James? <laughs> 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 when they were, um, there was a part when Marla, I think it was when Marla was like her story. It was like. <laughs> yeah. Background. And like, as, as sound editors, me and you. <laughs> As producers, as sound <laughs> engineers, <laughs> that would be insane. I wouldn't know how to edit around that. I would <laughs> <laughs> And I went to school for years. <laughs> yeah, um, that sounds like a nightmare. But, but I'm sh- <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just realized what I said. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think we've lost the thread, so I think I'm gonna call it. <laughs> Nor, thank you so much for being here. Seriously. Oh, I just have the most fun. Of course. And we have a um, we have a reaction video that is coming out maybe like Friday, which is when you're listening to this, or Saturday of the Winter House trailer. Um, a show we may not watch, but we did film something, <laughs> so enjoy that. <laughs> TBD, we watch it, but TBD. <laughs> um, nor tell everyone where they can follow you, listen to all the stuff. Yeah, you could follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Reality Is Pod. You can find the Reality Is everywhere podcasts are heard, and you can support me on the Patreon if you want to hear me rant more about how the Royals are racist. Um, and other pop cultures um, at patreon.com slash the reality is pod. Fabulous. Yeah. And then you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet pod as dumpster knife pod. Um, and make sure to check out our TikTok. We're ticking, talking more. So that's two, the number two dumpster divas. So, uh, and nor say bye to the listeners. Bye. Bye. <laughs>